0: This is I am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. We're coming out of John 19 and 30. Hallelujah, the Gospel of John 19 and 30. We're on our first slide here today. Hallelujah, the Gospel of John 19 and 30. Let me explain this. This is the scripture where Jesus gives his last words According to John's gospel. All right, and we're going to examine it today. Hallelujah. What is going on here? Amen. All right, here we go. When Jesus had, when Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, amen, he was being crucified on the cross. He had lost a lot of fluids in his body, amen, and he needed this vinegar to uh, declare his last words. Before he was to be uh, before he was to be expired, amen so when Jesus therefore had received the vinegar he said, it is finished. These are the greatest words a a, a fallen world could have ever heard that it is finished. Hallelujah and he bowed his head and gave up the ghost or His soul and his spirit left his physical body. My God, hallelujah. He said, it is finished. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This fallen world, amen, could not have heard any greater words than it is finished. And we're going to get into it. Hallelujah. What all this means, hallelujah. But let's pray, amen, to open up our service and ask for god's leading amen during this message amen hallelujah won't you join me as i pray father god we come before you in the matchless name of jesus we thank you and praise you for this service today we thank you for everyone you've drawn to their computers their tablets their phones their internet connected devices lord god we thank you draw more lord god that they might hear a word about your son jesus christ we bless you today But Father God, you've tasked me with something that's far, far too great for me. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today through me, Lord God, that your people and all those that have joined this stream today would be blessed, would be fed their spiritual food today in the name of Jesus. I decrease that you might increase in me. I thank you. I praise you and I bless you. In Jesus' name, all those in agreement with that prayer, just say amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Our message today is, as we go to the slide number two, is it is finished. You know, we as modern day Christians, we, we don't believe it's finished. We don't believe what Jesus accomplished at the cross. And part of that is because we've not all had the proper teaching on it. Our churches today tend to lean towards entertaining our membership. The insecurities for us as preachers are to be entertaining to you more than to teach you the basics of the gospel message. Amen. And I want to apologize to all of you that have missed out on Jesus's best because of our own insecurities as preachers. Preachers, I'm not here to beat you up. I'm human like you are. Amen. And I have failed in that case as well amen hallelujah I've not always it's not to the last maybe eight nine years amen that I have preached the true gospel of Jesus Christ I have scared people that they have to get themselves together before they can be accepted by God and go on to heaven have eternal life I've preached that you can lose your eternal life I have preached all these things as many of you have and this is is not the gospel message. Jesus said it is finished and we're going to get into it amen specifically and see what that's all about amen. So our next slide slide number three amen we're going to define the word finished amen and it's an original Greek Uh, origin, the root word, amen, hallelujah. So this word finished and on slide number three is a Greek word which the New Testament portion of the Bible was originally written in a corne or common Greek, amen, of the day 2,000 years ago. And it's a Greek word finished. It's teleo, and it means to bring to an end, complete, fulfill. I end from a Jesus standpoint. He says, I end it. I accomplish I pay. Hallelujah. From Jesus' perspective, everything has been accomplished, which by appointment of the Father as revealed in scriptures, I must do and bear. So he bore man's sins. He said it's finished. He's paid mankind's sins in full. He said it is finished. I paid man's sin debt off in full. Full, somebody say hallelujah. Man's sins were paid in full at the cross. It is finished. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But if you're like me, you didn't think it was finished. But saints of God, I'm here to tell you today that your sins have been paid in full. And our Lord and Savior declared that it of our sins being paid for when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. It's not accept Jesus plus live a good life. It's not accept Jesus plus treat your neighbor well. It's accepting the death, the life, the death, the burial, the resurrection, and appearance of Christ as being truth, that his death paid for your sins should we live holy yes it's a healthier lifestyle it's a lifestyle that lines up with our father god amen hallelujah it's a lifestyle that the holy spirit would lead us in amen glory to god but us living right does not pay for our sins it was jesus at the cross taking all our sins upon his body and saying it is finished now notice he said it was finished before he gave up the ghost So that means that, hallelujah, the punishment from God that was meant for you and I and all of mankind was placed upon him, amen. And when the wrath of God was exhausted on the body of Christ, he declared that the sins of all of mankind, past, present, and future, were paid in full, it is finished. And this is the gospel message. And this is what I discovered, amen, hallelujah, or was revealed to me, I should say, rather. I don't take any credit for it, amen. It was revealed to me, the true gospel message, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You should be saying hallelujah right now. Hallelujah, it is finished. Our insecurities about not being perfect prevent us, and and wanting to be pleasing to God, prevent us from really embracing this truth that your sins were paid for. Even the sins of the whole wide world were paid for, they just don't have it applied to their lives if they don't trust in the uh, life, death, burial, resurrection, and appearance of Christ. They don't have it applied to their lives. It's like winning the lottery, but not turning in the ticket and claiming your prize. That's what the unsaved person is dealing with. They have their sins paid for, but it's not applied to their lives because they've not trusted in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let's go to slide number four. What what does it mean it is finished? What what, what is finished? What does that mean? We're going to look at 11 things. There, there There are more, but I've narrowed them down to 11 that, uh, that God has led me to right now to share with you. the 11 things that are finished that Jesus accomplished, that he ended at the cross. Amen, hallelujah. So let's look, look at number one here, hey, amen. We're gonna go to slide number five, hallelujah. Our first point here, amen, is the fulfillment of scriptures of the suffering of Christ. It was foretold by Isaiah 700 years the eagle-eyed prophet, before Jesus ever walked the earth. Amen. So let's look at this familiar passage of scripture, Isaiah 53. We're going to start at the third verse. Amen. Hallelujah. Here we go. It reads, he was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and pain and acquainted with grief, and like one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised. We did not appreciate his worth or esteem or esteem him, but in fact he has been has borne our grief and has carried our sorrows and pains. Yet we ignorantly assumed that he was stricken, struck down by God, degraded and humiliated by him. But he was wounded for our transgressions; he was crushed for our wickedness, our sin, our injustice, our wrongdoing. The punishment required for our well-being fell on him, him being Jesus Christ, hallelujah. And by his stripes, he was hit with that cattle nine, hallelujah, which was that leather whip with the nails in it by the Roman soldiers of that day. Amen, hallelujah. And by his stripes, his wounds, we are healed. All of us like sheep have gone astray. We have turned each one to his own way. But the Lord has caused the wickedness, the wickedness of us all, our sin, our injustice, our wrongdoing to fall on him instead of us. That's Isaiah 53, 3-6, the Amplified Version. He has, let me read that last sentence again. But the Lord has caused the wickedness of us all, our sin, our injustice, our wrongdoing to fall on on him instead of us hallelujah Woo! we need to say hallelujah on that hallelujah glory to god he became sin that we might become the righteousness of god in christ jesus hallelujah thank you lord let's look at slide number six amen glory to god hallelujah next point the defeat of satan so we're talking about what did christ mean when he said it is finished hallelujah now we said that he paid for in full for all the sins of mankind and we just talked about hallelujah how uh he fulfilled the scriptures of uh, him uh, being sucked that he would suffer amen now slide number six we're looking at the defeat of satan now let me say this in advance satan was defeated at the cross but not displaced amen that's like a uh someone being uh, arrested for a sin or arrested for a crime I should say but not yet sent uh, but but not yet put in prison. All right. Hallelujah. So they've been you know they they have been uh, captured. They have been um, accused I should say but have not yet been placed in jail. Amen. The Sa- Satan is the prince and power of the air. He's still going around the earth looking Uh, like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So he's defeated, but he's not displaced yet. One day he will be locked in chains for a thousand years. And then after that, he's released and does some more dirt Then he will be put into the lake of fire. That's down the road in the future. Amen. So we're looking at the defeat of Satan. Amen. We're coming out of Colossians 2, verses 14 through 15, the new international reader's version. Amen. For slide six, here we go. He wiped out he being Jesus wiped out the law said that we owed. Let me read that one more time. He wiped out what the law said that we owed. The law stood against us. Now the law is holy, just and good. The law being the 10 commandments and the 613 other laws that are rooted in the 10 commandments. Amen. So let me read that one more time with that understanding. He being Jesus wiped out what the law said that we owed. The law stood against us. This holy, just, and good moral code of God, amen, that cannot transform us. But its purpose was to show us where we had gone wrong and bring us to despair and show us that we are in need of help. And that help was Jesus Christ, amen, hallelujah. But the law condemned us, amen, hallelujah. The moral standards of God, mankind cannot live out in his life independent of God. So I, in other words, you and I cannot live holy without God's help, amen? Yet religion is you and I attempting to live holy without God's help in order to gain God's approval, amen? Hallelujah, that's how religion works, amen? And that's how I as a Christian, amen, operated before I came into a greater understanding about Nine, ten years ago, hallelujah, glory to God, and I was an ordained minister and I didn't have an understanding that it was finished, amen, hallelujah, so let me begin one more time, amen, he wiped out what the law said that we owed, the law stood against us, it judged us, but he has taken it away and nailed it to the cross where he said it is finished, hallelujah, he took away the weapons of the powers and authorities, amen, The chief weapon of the devil and his minions, his principalities, all his cohorts is to use the word of God or the law of God, I should say, the law of God, hallelujah, which is holy, just, and good. It was not created for this intent, but they use the holy law of God as a weapon against us, hallelujah, to judge us and to make us think that God does not love us. And unfortunately... If you and I operate with that same mentality, we use the law to judge other people as well. My God. The law is a standard. We don't meet that standard in our own selves, in our own strengths. It's by way of the Holy Spirit that you and I can live holy. The Spirit of Christ operating in us causes us to live holy, but the law judged us. And the chief weapon of the enemy was to use the law against you and I to accuse us before God, okay? Hallelujah. He's called the accuser of the brethren, by the way. Let me finish reading the scripture. He says, It says, he made a public show of them on the cross. He won the battle over them by dying on the cross. Jesus dying on the cross satisfying God's just demand to punish sin by being the ultimate punishment for sin. And then we, accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior, have the pardon of our sins applied to our lives. So now Satan and the principalities and powers can no longer accuse us day and night before God using the law because God now sees us as pardoned, as, uh, I, as uh, let me quote, uh, amen, from Hebrews 8 and 12. For, uh, uh, hallelujah, glory to God. Give me one second. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, God no longer remembers our iniquities, and our sins will he remember no more. Amen. Hallelujah. In other words, when God, Father God now sees us, amen, hallelujah, he sees us as pardoned as sin free yes you and i still struggle with sin in the natural but our legal position before the universe before father god is that we cannot be accused by the enemy when he uses the law the ten commandments amen hallelujah because we stand in a favored position forevermore for all eternity amen we no longer can be legally accused using the law by the enemy, Jesus stripped him of that use at the cross. Amen. Hopefully I made that clear for you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So what is it I'm talking about here? Amen. The defeat of Satan. Jesus stripped him of the ability to use the Ten Commandments to accuse you and I who are believers in Christ because our sins were paid for at the cross and we can no longer legally be accused now he still does try to accuse us amen hallelujah but you could say to him i plead the blood of jesus my plea is that the blood of jesus has paid for all my sins hallelujah that's my legal plea hallelujah glory to god so the devil is like a prosecuting attorney using the ten commandments to accuse us amen hallelujah Glory to god but i plea to the judge of the universe is that we have our sins were paid by the blood of Jesus, somebody say hallelujah, glory to God. Let's move on to slide number seven. Let's see what else Jesus finished at the cross. All right, the breaking down of the middle wall of partition to make believing Jew and Gentile one or into the church. Now, there was a mystery in the Bible, particularly in the Old Testament, where the Israelites, or who we call the Jews today, believe they were the only people of God and that they were the only people on earth that would one day go to heaven and have the Messiah uh, come to earth and rescue them. Okay, hallelujah. Now they are still the people of God through the flesh, through Abraham their father. Abraham made a, a covenant or a binding agreement, or God made the covenant, excuse me, with Abraham amen and his descendants who are the israelites or the jews amen hallelujah glory to god but jesus had a greater plan that not only am i going to uh rescue the physical descendants of abraham but i'm going to because god promised him that uh through him all the families of the earth would be blessed i'm going to bless those that are of the spiritual descendants of Abraham who is you and I amen Hallelujah. Christ was his ultimate seed hallelujah not not Isaac but Christ was his ultimate seed as and as we are in Christ as I spoke about a few weeks ago amen hallelujah we have claim to the promises of Abraham as well amen so with all that being said the middle wall of partition between Jew and Gentile that believe in Jesus Christ has been uh, uh, broken down. All right. So let's read the scripture. Ephesians two fourteen. The Amplified Classic version. I'm going to read from. Here is the Apostle Paul speaking. He says, "For he is himself our peace." He's speaking of Jesus, our bond of unity and harmony. He has made us both Jew and Gentile. Now Gentiles are non-Jews, just like you and I. Everyone who is a non-Jew, one body and has broken down, destroyed, abolished the hostile dividing wall between us. So if a person is a Jew by uh, ancestry, amen, hallelujah, and they believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, amen, and someone like you and I who is not a Jew that believes in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, there should no longer be any hostilities between us amen hallelujah for we are one in christ amen and we are the church somebody say hallelujah glory to god christianity was birthed out of judaism hallelujah or that which the jews believe amen hallelujah which is the old covenant the old testament has been born out of what they believe matter of fact this book was by and large written by Israelites, amen, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus walked the earth as an Israelite, as a Jew, amen, hallelujah. And as we believe in the Jewish Jesus, the Jewish Messiah, hallelujah, glory to God. As Lord and Savior, as hallelujah, many uh, Jews do today, amen, hallelujah, glory to God. We are one in Christ. That's what he finished at the cross, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, by and large, most of the modern day Israelites, amen, are still waiting for Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. And they won't believe that Christ is come back until he's sitting on the throne as ruler of the world in Jerusalem. That will happen during the thousand year millennial reign of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. That's come to If we have Bible study at some point, amen, we'll deal with that. Amen, Lord of God. But know that those individuals who are of Abrahamic descent and are Israelites that believe that Christ has come already and is our Lord and Savior, they along with us who believe that Christ is our Lord and Savior, we are one body in Christ. This is what Jesus accomplished at the cross. Amen. Hallelujah. They're still God's people. Amen. But the the coming to fullness. Hallelujah. Is to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. All of our sins have to be paid for. Amen. Regardless of what our ancestry is. Our sins have to be atoned for. Amen. Hallelujah. And those Jews that believe in Christ. Have had their sins atoned for. And those Gentiles that believe in Christ. Have had their sins atoned for. And now we are one body called the church say hallelujah amen let's go to slide eight we're talking about the message today is it is finished now we're talking about what is finished amen hallelujah and and right now we're talking about the way for personal access to God what did Jesus accomplish What did he finish amen the way for personal access to God you need to know this that Before Jesus died, you know, it wasn't that you could just go and pray. And and, and you could pray, but not that God would hear you. Now, there are individuals in the Old Testament proportion of the Bible who had a relationship with God, but that was not the everyday person. These were particularly special people that God had a relationship. It was not the everyday person of the Old Testament that had access to God, all right? Hallelujah. Let's read this. we read it from Ephesians 2, 18 to 19. We are in the King James Version. So the way for personal access to God. This is the Apostle Paul again. Hallelujah. He says, for through him, him being Christ, we both have access by one spirit, whenever you say sp- see spirit in the New Testament, capitalized with speaking of the Holy Spirit, unto the Father. Now, therefore, ye are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. So he's saying here that he's speaking to a Gentile audience or a non-Jewish audience that had accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. He's saying that through Christ, you now have access to Father God. You're no longer strangers or foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints. The saints here being uh, the Jewish uh believers in Christ amen hallelujah hallelujah and of the household of God so he's saying here that Christ has given us access to father God so now when you and I pray as born again believers our prayers are heard amen by father God amen we have access to God hallelujah thank you Jesus if you are not born again is it possible for God to hear your prayers? It is possible, but there's no guarantee. Hallelujah. I, I don't know about you, but I'd like the guarantee. Amen. Hallelujah that God hears me always. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So what did he finish at the cross? He gave us a way for personal access to Father God. Hallelujah. Let's go to slide number nine. Amen. Hallelujah! It is finished. That is our message today. Amen. Hallelujah. So slide number nine. The cancellation of the reign of death. Amen. Let's go to Romans 517. This is Paul again. Paul is the most prolific writer of the New Testament. Amen. He was the uh, last of the original apostles. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. There was controversy surrounding his apostleship. Amen. Hallelujah. But he saw the resurrected Christ on the road to Damascus where he was going to persecute, amen, Christians at that time, hallelujah. He is has been converted, he was an opposer to Christianity and was converted, amen, hallelujah, and was made an apostle by Jesus Christ, amen. So here we go, the cancellation of the reign of death. So coming out of Romans 5, 17, the Amplified Classic Version, Paul writes... For if because of one man's trespass, that one man being Adam, lapse offense, death reigned through that one man. So death came and was passed down from generation to generation because of Adam's bad choice. His iniquity. He knew what he was doing was wrong to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Amen. Hallelujah. And God told him if he ate from that tree, he would. He would die. Amen. Hallelujah. So he not only died, hallelujah, one day, amen, but he passed death on down to all of us. Amen. Let me begin one more time. For if because of one man's trespass, being Adam, lapse offense, death reigned through that one man, much more surely with those who receive God's overwhelming grace or salvation, unmerited favor, and free gift of righteousness. Let me stop here for a second. Righteousness is not achieved. It's received the gift of righteousness every religion of the world and many Christians as well we try to work to be righteous righteousness is a gift it is right standing before God I am in right standing with God I'm in a favored position of, uh, before Father God because of what Jesus accomplished at the cross amen he took on my sin and he gave me righteousness uh second corinthians 5 21 hallelujah he became sin we became the righteousness of god hallelujah so righteousness is a gift hallelujah Hallelujah. So let me back up a little bit. Hallelujah. For if because of one man's trespass, lapse offense, death reigned through that one man much more surely with those who receive God's overflowing grace, unmerited favor and the free gift of righteousness, putting them in right standing with himself and father God reign as kings in life. Through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. So through Adam, all men die. But through Christ, all men are made alive. Hallelujah. Death was defeated at the cross. What do you mean, brother pastor? I know people who have died. Their physical bodies have decayed hallelujah and hallelujah have returned to the dust of the ground amen but their soul their spirit their inner man amen hallelujah lives on forever with the lord somebody say hallelujah so my body hallelujah if i'm not here for the rapture amen will decay amen one day hallelujah this body will not enter into heaven but the real me the real you that's on the inside for those that believe in jesus christ hallelujah hallelujah will live With him forever. Somebody say, Hallelujah. Glory to God. The real you will not die. The you on the inside. Death was defeated. Death, from a biblical standpoint, means separation from God. Amen. Hallelujah. Adam. Chose to live independent of God and was separated from God. So his relationship with God changed. He was separated from God. You and I, before we accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, were separated from God or death. Christ came to restore the relationship between man and God, and that's done when we receive Him as our Lord and Savior. Amen? And we believe that He died for our sins, paid them in full, and rose the third day as the evidence that Father God's wrath, just wrath against sin, was appeased. And now you and I, that believe in Christ, are in a favored position with God. Let me stop here for a second. I, I, I really want us to understand this. When we ask God for favor, and, I, and sometimes I make the mistake too, we fail to understand the favored position we are in because of what Christ finished at the cross. Every day you and I as born again believers stand in favor before Father God. Amen. There are no days when God says, I don't like you. Get out of here. I don't want you anymore. He's not a man. God is the source of love. Every day you and I, Stand in God's favor. Now what you and I can do. Instead of asking God for favor. That we already have. Is declare it over your situation. Speak it forth. Over your life. Every day. And every moment of the day. That you feel like you need to. Amen. Hallelujah. So death. The cancellation of the reign of death. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm not going to die. This physical body. is going to expire. But I I am not going to die. You are not going to die. I will, absent from the body, present with the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We have to look beyond just this physical being. Amen. I understand it. I feel pain like you. I, I, I like what you like. I see what you see. I want what you want. I understand. I'm in this body like you are. But I've gained a greater understanding. Amen. That the real me on the inside, the real you on the inside, will not die. What did Jesus accomplish at the cross? He ca- the cancellation of the reign of death. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's move on to slide number 10. It reads, the cancellation of sin's power. The cancellation of sin's power. We're reading out of Romans six twenty-two to 23, God's word edition Bible. Amen. And it reads, this is Paul again. Now you have been freed from sin. Let me stop right there. You and I have been freed legally from sin. Sin doesn't have to dominate us. Amen. We have help by way of the, the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Spirit of Christ. We've been freed from sin. So we are no longer looked upon by Father God as being sinners. We have been freed from sin. Let me read on. And have become God's slaves. Don't be offended by this. Go God's servants, if you prefer that. Amen. It says that in in, in, other, uh, in the King James Version. Amen. Hallelujah. So we live for God now. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's in control. Amen. Hallelujah. We are Uh, Not only his servants, amen, but we are his children, amen. We are his sons, amen. Male and female, we are his sons, amen. Let me read on. This results in a holy life, hallelujah. So as I embrace the activity of the Holy Spirit in my life and allow the Spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit, to live the life of Christ through me, amen, hallelujah, you and I, as we allow that to happen, we live a holy life. We don't think about sin, we just... Follow the leading of the Spirit of Christ in us. Hallelujah. So the results is a holy life and finally in everlasting life. The payment for sin is death. But the gift that God freely gives is everlasting life. God freely gives everlasting life. It's a gift. You can't earn everlasting life. Who earned everlasting life for us? Jesus. You can't earn it. And this is where religion fails. Righteousness is a gift. Eternal life is a gift. And God's not one to take the gift back. That's just not his way. That's man's way. But it's not his way. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But it's through Jesus Christ. So the payment for sin is death. Amen. So there are wages for sin. We sin, Adam's sin brought about death upon not only him, but all of us. Amen. Hallelujah. But the gift that God freely gives is everlasting life found in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Lord. So we've been freed from sin. So we're no longer considered sinners, even though you and I are still being sanctified or being made holy in our everyday behavior. We're maturing, we're growing, amen. But we're not sinners, amen. We still live in this body. We still have a sin nature trying to uh, impose its will upon us, amen. Hallelujah. From from Adam, amen. But the Holy Spirit inside of us is maturing us, amen. Has written the law of God on our hearts as we talked about last week amen hallelujah as we grow as we mature as we understand that it is finished amen that that the sin death debt has been paid amen to father God through the death of Jesus Christ hallelujah as we come into that greater understanding then we start to live differently if you believe right you're going to live right if you believe your sins have been paid for you're going to live right amen Hallelujah. So we've been freed from sin when Christ died at the cross. Amen. And we received him as our Lord and Savior. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to slide number 11. Amen. Let me hurry up. Amen. I don't want to keep you too long today. Amen. The perfection of Christ. What do you mean the perfection of Christ? Christ is already perfect. Let's deal with it. Amen. Hebrews 2, 9 through 10. Amen. We don't know who the writer of Hebrews is. Writer did not identify himself in the scripture. Amen. Now why I say himself let's not be offended. Amen. Anybody. Amen. I know we live in politically correct times but at that time. Hallelujah. Only that which men wrote. Amen was accepted by large by everyone. Amen. Hallelujah. This is the greatest time for women. Amen. Hallelujah. We just had a woman, amen, elected as the vice president of the United States. This is the greatest time, these modern times. Jesus was for women. Amen. He went to the well. Amen. To that woman at the well. Amen. Hallelujah. She believed on him and became a great evangelist. She told everybody. Amen. So Jesus is for women. But hallelujah. This writer is a man, ha- hallelujah, whoever he is. Some believe it's Paul. All right, the perfection of Christ, without me getting off another tangent, amen. Uh, so the writer here writes, but we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, amen. Now this is a quote from Psalm 8, amen. Uh, the angels in the original Hebrew from Psalm 8 meant gods, all right, hallelujah. So what this means here is that Jesus left his heavenly abode, amen, in his... Uh, pre-incarnate or pre-bodily form, amen, and put on flesh and became a man. So now, hallelujah, he was no longer in the same state as he was before, amen. So we're not talking about angels like Michael and Gabriel. We're talking about that word really deals with uh, the Godhead or the Trinity, amen. So he made himself, he, he came on, he put on flesh, he emptied himself of his divine position in heaven, And put on flesh and came on the earth. Amen. So a little lower lower than the angels for the suffering of death. So he came to earth to die. Jesus came to earth to die. crowned with glory and honor. That he by the grace of God should taste death for every man. Not some men. But every man. For it became him. For whom all things and by whom all are all things, in bringing many sons, we talked about sons earlier, unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation, per, he's the captain of our salvation, perfect through sufferings. Let's look at this word perfect real quick. Amen. At the bottom of our slide. Amen. Slide 11. Perfect. It, it's a word related to the word finished. Amen. Hallelujah, it is teleo, t- uh, tale- all right? So it's related to that first word we define, amen? And it means to bring to the end goal proposed, to raise to the state of befitting him, so of God exalting Jesus to the state of heavenly majesty, amen? So the perfection of Christ is after Jesus died on the cross, and rose from the dead and then took his position on the right hand of God, which is a place of influence. It's the right, it's that right hand of God is the power of God. Amen. And as he sits on the right hand of Father God right now. Amen. Hallelujah. He is now been placed in a perfect hallelujah state in heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, he lived a perfect life. Amen. Hallelujah, while on earth. But now after he accomplished what he accomplished, now he sits at the right hand of God in that perfect heavenly state, that majesty, amen. When he, in in, uh, Matthew 28, he talks about all all power has been given unto me. So Jesus, because all he did and went through, amen, as the God-man now sits on the right hand of God, amen. You know, Jesus still lives in the body. He's just not some spirit just floating around. He forever changed his composition. He is no longer an incorporeal being or being without a body. Jesus, to this day, lives in a resurrected body and sits on the right hand of God and has taken the place that Adam forfeited. And now a man sits on the right hand of God in heavenly majesty, in perfection, amen, representing born-again believers like you and I. Somebody say hallelujah. A man sits on the right hand of God, the God-man, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Woo, Jesus. Hey, hey, in perfection, next to Father God. So we're not saved because of what we did. We're saved because of what Jesus did. Amen. Hallelujah. And he represents the new human race on the right hand of God. We stand in a favored position before Father God 24-7 because of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So the perfection of Christ. He, is, he has accomplished everything. It is finished at the cross. Hallelujah. And was raised up in his new form, in his new body. Hallelujah. So the Christ, the in, the Christ before he uh, came on earth lives inside that body. Amen. Hallelujah. And sits on the right hand of Father God. Amen. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Let's go to slide number 12. Amen. Making peace between God and man. There was not peace between God and man after Adam's bad choice. Let's read the 2 Corinthians 5. 19 through 20, the Amplified Classic version. We're getting there, y'all. Hallelujah. Let me speed this up. It was God personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself. So it was, it was we know from John 3:16 that it was Father God's plan all along. It says, so God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. So it was God's plan, God working through Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. So it was his plan to rescue us. Amen. Reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself, not counting up and holding against men their trespasses. Oh, my God. Oh, Because of what Christ did, he does not hold against us our trespasses or stepping over his law, but canceling them and committing to us the message of reconciliation, or restoration to favor. We as born-again believers have been restored to favor. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God making his appeal, as it were, through us when we share the gospel. We are Christ's personal representatives. Beg you for his sake to lay hold of the divine favor now offered to you and be reconciled to God. So here Paul is making appeal to those that are on the fence to be reconciled or be restored to relationship with God. So Jesus, God, so Father God's plan was to send Christ, Christ put on flesh, died for our sins. It was Father God's plan to redeem us. Christ was the agent, the second person of the Trinity to execute this. And he thus made peace between God and man. He was the mediator, the middleman that did that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So as a Christian, you have peace with Father God. We should no longer have days when we think God loves us. In days when we think he doesn't. Because we're basing that on our behavior. He loves us. Now as any father he will correct us. And guide us in the right direction. He will not force his will upon us. We must choose it. Amen. But don't go another day thinking God doesn't like you. We live in a fallen world. Man made a choice. And thus we have experiences we've had particularly here in 2020 but every day you stand in a favorite position before God if you are a born again believer and God doesn't like you one day and dislike you the next. He just loves you and you stand in a favorite position before him 24 hours a day. That does not mean that you won't go through anything. We do live in a fallen world. It means that you have help through Jesus Christ to overcome every challenge and be victorious. Somebody say hallelujah. Let's go to slide number 13. Death penalty paid for all. Amen. Let me try to speed up. 1 Peter one eighteen through 19 amplified version. This is Peter that was with Jesus, one of the apostles, the first leader of the church. He reads... He says, he writes, I should say, for you know that you were not redeemed from your useless, spiritual, unproductive way of life inherited by tradition from your forefathers. So Jesus. So Peter's ministry was to the Jews, all right? Paul's ministry was to the non-Jews or the Gentiles, amen? Now to be redeemed was to be purchased. We were purchased with the blood of Jesus, amen? So he's saying you have not been purchased from sin, by your traditions or by the law or by the ceremonial law. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm not trying to disrespect anybody, but the traditions of men do not buy us salvation. It is Christ dying at the cross. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So you say you're you're not inherited by your tradition from your forefathers. With perishable things like silver and gold we cannot buy our way uh, to salvation eternal life with physical things like silver or gold but you were actually purchased with the precious blood like that of a sacrificial lamb unblemished and spotless so jesus lived the perfect life the priceless blood of christ hallelujah so our death penalty the penalty the wages of sin are death but that was paid for by jesus christ hallelujah let me just quickly go on to the next slide, slide number 14. Satisfaction of the full j- justice of God. Now, it is God's uh, right as God. He's God. He's sovereign. He's the only ruler, amen, to punish sin. Now, justice means to bring things into balance, to bring things into fairness. It would not be in balance or fairness for God not to punish sin. So, yes, God must sin. Let's read the scripture here. So it's saying here Jesus the satisfaction. What does it is finished mean? The satisfaction of the full justice of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's read. Amen. Romans 3 23 through 26 to amplify classic version. Since all have sinned and are falling short of the honor and glory which God bestows and receives, all are justified or made upright and in right standing with God freely and gratuitously by his grace, his unmerited favor and mercy, through the redemption which is provided in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward before the eyes of all as a mercy seat or propitiation, propitiation of God's just demand upon his sin was satisfied by Christ dying at the cross, by Christ taking upon himself all the sins of mankind, God's wrath was appeased or propitiated at the cross. God being a God of justice that wants to bring about fairness and balance and punish sin, punish the sin of all of mankind on the body of Jesus Christ at the cross. And so doing, amen, Christ propitiated or satisfied God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. By his blood. The cleansing and life-giving sacrifice of atonement and reconciliation to be received through faith. This was to show God's righteousness. So it was God's plan from the beginning. Amen. So it shows his righteousness. Because, of, because in his divine forbearance, he passed over and ignored former sins without punishment. Former sins being, amen, uh, those things that happened before the cross. Amen. Hallelujah. It was demonstrated and proved at the present time in the now season that he himself is righteous and that he justifies and accepts as righteous him who has true faith in Jesus. He accepts us as righteous when we have true faith in Jesus. So Father God, when Jesus said it is finished, he meant that Father God was appeased of his right to punish sin. When he punished Jesus, At the cross. Jesus appeased God's just wrath against sin. So should sin be punished? Yes. But where was it punished? On the body of Jesus Christ at the cross. Oh God. I'm going to turn a corner here. And don't be offended. But please have an open ear. Part of our religious activities. Are to punish ourselves. To show God that we're sorry for our sins and to accept us. When we fast with a mentality to cause ourselves to suffer. To show God we're suffering for him. We are denying the cross. What am I saying here? To tell you not to fast anymore? If you want to fast, go ahead and fast. But change your mentality about fasting. You are not pleasing God when you fast. Hallelujah. Fasting should be done with the mentality of I'm just spending time with God and at this time I'm not eating. I'm giving him my full attention. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So a lot of the things we do as modern day Christians that seem that they are right and holy, we don't properly understand that what Christ did at the cross and that it is finished that the sins of mankind have been paid for and we no longer have to suffer in order to please God's just demand man to punish sin. Amen. If you follow me there, hallelujah. Oh, your brother pastor, you tell telling me not to fast? If you want to fast, go ahead and fast, but fast with a different mentality. When I fast now, amen, it's because I'm not saying I'm going to fast. It's because I'm spending time with God, and at that time, I don't want anything to disturb me, amen. Hallelujah, even food. Hallelujah. But I'm not fasting to prove to God. I'm not fasting to satisfy God's just demand to punish my sins. Jesus paid for my sins, not my fast. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So Jesus satisfied the full justice of God. Let's go to slide number 15. This is our last point. Amen. Our 11th point. Thank you for your patience today. Amen. Hallelujah. We're learning what Jesus meant when he said it is finished. Amen. And We're going to review it at the next slide. So in slide number 15, blotting out of the old covenant and making and sealing the new covenant. Amen. Let me say this to you, amen. Many of us as Christians, and I did this as well, we were trying to straddle the old and the new covenant. The old covenant, amen, is the covenant of works, amen. I must prove to God through my good works that I'm worthy to be saved and go to heaven, amen. The new covenant is Jesus paid the penalty for my sins. Amen. I am no longer considered a sinner if I receive him as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Hallelujah. And it is a covenant of grace. Amen. I I didn't deserve it. You didn't deserve it, but Jesus died to give it to us. A restored relationship with Father God, standing in favor before him 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, or for all eternity. For that matter, hallelujah. Glory to God. We live in the new covenant amen hallelujah and Jesus blotted out hallelujah a blotting amen and for those of us who are old enough to remember taking art class where if you had painted something uh and incorrect on your paper you could take another paper and soak up that paint amen and blot it out amen kind of take it away to remove it amen hallelujah so Jesus removed out of the way the Old Covenant making and sealing the New Covenant. Let's read from Colossians 2.13-14, New International Reader's Version. It reads, this is Paul writing again, he says, At one time you were dead in your sins. We were dead in our sins at one time, separated from God in our sins. Your desires controlled by sin. Our, the things we wanted to do were controlled by sin and not circumcised, amen, or not in covenant with God. But God gave you new life together with Christ. He forgave us of all our sins oh my god i gotta emphasize that you have been forgiven of all your sins because of what jesus did at the cross it is finished hallelujah he wiped out what the law said that we owe the, the 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 ten commandments hallelujah uh, were used by the enemy, amen, to accuse us before, before Father God all day and all night, amen, hallelujah, and he wiped that away, we stand in a favored position with God, hallelujah, When the enemy accuses us, amen, we could plead the blood of Jesus, we have been redeemed because of the blood of Jesus, get out of here, get thee hence Satan, hallelujah, glory to God. The Lord stood against us, it judged us, but he has taken it away and nailed it to the cross. Jesus' death brought to an end the old covenant of law where man had to prove his righteousness through good works, which he never did. There was no perfect people in the Old Testament. Even the Old Testament patriarchs were not perfect. They sinned. So Jesus brought to an end the old covenant and brought to a beginning the new covenant where mankind that believes in him as Lord and Savior and that he paid for all their sins now has a restored relationship with God and eternal life through him. That is the new covenant as we talked about last week. Amen. So he blotted out the old and unveiled the new. Amen. As a Christian, I would straddle both. I would speak about grace a little bit and I would speak about law. So I had to keep the law, but I'm in the grace and it was confusing. We are under grace. And as we follow the leading of the Holy Spirit and allow him to have his way in our lives, and we, you know, as, you, as you get to know Jesus more, amen, you'll get to know his spirit more, then without even thinking about sin and focused on Christ, you will live out that holy lifestyle that is in alignment with the law without even knowing it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We focus too much on sin and not enough on Jesus and what he accomplished at the cross. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go to slide number 16 as we are about to close this. Amen. So what is finished? The fulfillment of scriptures of the suffering of Christ. We read from Isaiah 53. The defeat of Satan. Amen. The law was no longer has an effect on us amen we are in a righteous state with God we are hallelujah in right standing with God he defeated Satan by stripping him of his ability to effectively use the law against us for those of us who know our rights in Christ amen we could say I plead the blood of Jesus amen so Satan is stripped of his most powerful weapon using the Ten Commandments against us Breaking down to the middle wall of petition to make believing Jew and Gentile one of the church. Amen. (laughs) Believing Jews are our brothers. Amen. Hallelujah. We are one in Christ amen we even pray for those that have not yet accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior they are the descendants of Abraham amen hallelujah one day all of Israel will be saved amen once Christ is sitting on the throne ruling the entire world I know we had elections uh, settled yesterday but one day the greatest leader that ever will live amen will rule here on the earth during the millennial period and beyond hallelujah glory to God but that being said Jew and Gentile, believing Jew, believing Gentile, are one or other church, amen. And Christ, saying it is finished, accomplished this at the cross, hallelujah. The way for personal access to God. So now you and I can come before God boldly before the throne of grace, amen. Because Jesus accompli- Jesus accomplished at the cross, amen. Cancellation of the reign of death, amen. You and I will not, will not die. The real us on the inside will not die, but we will always be with the Lord, absent from the body, present with the Lord, amen. Hallelujah. The cancellation of sin's power, we are no longer considered sinners, amen. We are saints, amen, hallelujah. And as the Holy Spirit matures us, the Spirit of Christ matures us, amen, hallelujah. That will be manifested in our day-to-day behavior, but we are no longer sinners, amen. And have the wages that are death, we will live forevermore with Christ, hallelujah. The perfection of Christ, amen. Christ now sits at the right hand of God, Father God, in a body and represents us. He lives in a perf- Perfect state now, next to Father God, hallelujah. He was always perfect in his behavior, amen, but he accomplished all he needed to for our behalf and now sits in heavenly majesty, next to Father God in heaven, hallelujah. Making peace between God and man, hallelujah. God's no longer angry at us, amen, because of what Christ did, hallelujah. We stand in a favorite position before Father God. Death penalty paid for all. Amen. We deserve death because of our sinful state. Amen. But that debt was paid. Amen. At the cross, it is finished. It is paid in full. Hallelujah. Satisfaction of the full justice of God. It was God's uh, right to punish sin but he did punish sin amen and it was on the body of jesus christ hallelujah god's been satisfied or appeased his wrath has been appeased by pouring out his wrath on jesus at the cross so jesus said my god my god why have you forsaken me amen he no longer was father god but he was my god amen at that point for the first time in all eternity jesus was separated from his father when he took when he became the sin offering hallelujah for you and I amen hallelujah God's wrath was appeased at the cross amen and lastly the blotting out of the old covenant making and sealing the new covenant he sealed it with his blood amen we are no longer old covenant hallelujah uh, believers amen we are believers in the new covenant it's the covenant of grace amen where we are righteous and have eternal life we receive it as a gift it's not earned it is received as a gift amen we shouldn't be straddling between good works and grace amen we receive his grace and as a result we respond with good works we don't earn heaven through good works hallelujah Jesus earned heaven for us all we have to do is receive it amen and now we do good works because of what Jesus did for us. Amen. So let me conclude. Next slide. Slide number 17. Amen. This is our final slide. A part of this uh, message today. Conclusion. Amen. Jesus's declaration. It is finished. Was his proclamation that he had taken the full punishment for the sins of every human being that has or ever will exist. In so doing, Jesus paid in full with no need for further payment. Mankind sin debt to God. Jesus' sinful life and finished work fulfilled all the requirements of the Old Covenant according to Matthew five seventeen, and brought it to an end. Because of this accomplishment, eternal life with God is available to all who trust in the life, death, burial, resurrection, and appearance of Jesus Christ. Saints, as I close the day, I declare to you that it is finished. I'm done. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Friends, if you are impacted by this message about Jesus Christ and want to receive his love and forgiveness, say these words with me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe you died to pay the penalty for all my sins, past, present, and future. I believe you rose from the dead as the evidence that Father God accepted your sacrifice for my sins. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, if you said that prayer sincerely, you are saved and one day going to heaven. So God bless you, God loves you, and go on with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.